Testing. 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 Great. Testing. We're on. Are we doing the thing now? Yep, we're rolling. Oh, I'm going to put the computer to the side. Okay. Well, welcome to another episode of Therapy Thoughts with Abby and Antonio. I'm Antonio. I'm Abby. And this edition, we are on the floor. And I'm pretty excited about it. Hell yeah, we're on the floor. Right where we belong. I'm totally sure. Yeah, we're (laughs) We are on the floor. We're on the floor. Typically, we're on the couch. Um, We've migrated south. We've migrated south. It is still winter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the snowy owl that we that I just saw with my friend. I'm so that migrated south. We are snowy owls. (laughs) Dude, I love birds. They're so cool. They're so weird. I like don't know if I want another bird, but like if you want another bird, do you have a bird? No. no, no, no. (laughs) Like I had birds growing up. I had a lot of animals growing up. It was really, really fun. We had turtles, Mm. birds. Uh, hamsters. I had a frog at one point. My stepsister had geckos. Oh we had God. dogs. No cats. My mom was allergic. This uh, is very similar to my childhood, actually. How so? So we had uh, a ton of different animals. We had frogs, um, except at one point there were two of them, and one <laughs> of them ate the other. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was really. <laughs> It was really traumatic for everyone involved. That's really sad. Because <laughs> one day the other one was gone and we were like, literally, where could it go? Because it's in a tank. Yeah. Like the other one must have eaten it, ate it. And the other one like looked bigger. <laughs> so uh. it was like really clear. And we were like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> hi, like, Dang. you good? Was it like a significantly bigger frog? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I definitely. I don't know what happened to that frog. There's only so many things that could have happened. I mean, like, what happened to the one that ate the other one? It like, what, ate did, we, what did we do? It just, like, flipped its mouth around and just started eating itself. Ew. Listen. That's horror. That's it, horror. it is horror. It is but, horror. yeah, I have frogs. I had a bunny named Twitch who also, <laughs> now that I think about it, met a very bad end. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was scared to death. No way. Yeah. Like, I, literally. Literally. It, that happens with bunnies sometimes. Why do I feel like I knew that? Yeah, it's so weird. It was so sad. That is very sad. Just like, wow. It got scared because our cousins came over with their dog. No. And, <laughs> and their dog barked at the bunny. And, it and our out. bunny like got so scared, its little heart couldn't take it. And it yeah, died. That's so sad. <laughs> we were sad. like, oh no. Um, <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Can you imagine just like the dog? And like the cousins, uh, God bless. That's so sad. What a way to enter a home. What a way to start an episode. Jesus yeah. Christ. I uh, also had geckos. Yeah. But that one met a really good end. That's good. Because it, it was so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like done with it because it was like 12. I don't know. I didn't really want to like have it anymore. <laughs> done with <laughs> I it. I was like done. I loved him though. Okay. Um. And he was so good looking as a gecko mm-hmm. that we actually brought him back to the place that I got him mm-hmm. just to see what they could do. Yeah. And they were like, oh, he looks so pretty, like his skin and everything, whatever, like his colors that we're going to make him the like stud, basically. Like we're going to like breed him. That's cool. So he just got to like fuck a bunch of other geckos for the Hell rest of yeah. his life. <laughs> what a way to go. It was amazing. I was like, I gave you a better life. 
True. than you could have ever wanted. <laughs> that is paradise for some people. That's so funny. I think like the only, not the only, like one really not traumatic because I was, I don't know why I was desensitized to it, but I had a frog, like my babysitter gave me a frog. We don't know why, but gave me a frog and got a tank for it and it died. I named it Kelso. Kelso? Kelso? Kelso. 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 We'll say Kelso. Kelso. Okay. No, Kelso. Yeah, I feel like Kelso is a is a name. Not like to say that Kelso isn't is wrong. No, I've never I, heard that before. I think it, it might be Kelso. Um but it died and Aww. I remember watching it die. I was just, it was just walking and then oh, all no. of a sudden it stopped. I was like, oh, no. little guy, you okay? And my, it was like at night, I went over to my mom and she's like half asleep. I'm like, hey mom, Kelso died. And she goes, oh, no, no, he just fell asleep. I'm like, no, I watched him just stop moving like he died. She goes, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like super calm about it. I'm not like upset. I'm just like, that's sad. Okay. And so wow. the next day, my mom goes and gets another frog. I look oh nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, she goes, look, Kelso is fine. I'm like, mom, that's, that's not Kelso at all. This happens seven what? more times. We have eight frogs. Seven more and times? They die <laughs> each time. And my mom goes, I wonder what the Petco people thought of me, just like killing all these frogs. Yeah. And so. And uh, she she was trying to pass it off as the same frog. As to the you, same frog. But you were like chill the whole time. I was just like, Mom, this isn't Kelso. Yeah. It wow. Was really um, and then the last one died, and my mom goes, Kelso ran away. I'm like, Mom. Oh my God. <laughs> that's not true. She's in denial, and you're not. I know. I was like, I can be real about it. It's so fun. Um, it was very, very fun to like have so different fun. animals. Different animals. Have different animals. Uh, all very fun. But. God, what chaos they were sometimes. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite animal? I mean, definitely my dogs, like Rusty, and then now we have Jesse, who's Cute. a Labradoodle. That's a good dog. Yeah. That's a really and, good And I mean, I loved my leopard gecko. Mm. Kiwi was his name. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, Kiwi. It's so furry. A little fuzz around it. Like a kiwi. I guess, yeah. He wasn't fuzzy though. I know. I know. <laughs> he was like a spotted gecko, leopard gecko, but um Those are good little guys. He was a good guy. <laughs> little dude. <laughs> he was a good guys. little dude. Anyway. Yeah. Is there is there anything that you want to talk about this week? Um I don't know. I don't have any ideas right now. Cool. Well what about you? We can talk about like some Interesting news that I'm leaving LA for a couple months. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> I almost was like, boo, but I was like, no, I have to be supportive. <laughs> I'm happy for you, though. I'm really, really happy. Thank you. Um, I think like the major thing that I want to talk about is just like moving forward mm -hmm. and like what it like you've moved from your hometown, right? From San Francisco to LA. Did yeah. you live and you moved away for college too, right? Yeah, I moved. I went to Vermont for college because I knew that I was going to move back to California. Mm -hmm. I didn't like know, but I had a really strong idea that that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And my dad was one of those people that 
never left LA, never left California. Um, you know, grew up in LA, then went to UC Berkeley mm. undergrad, and then went to UCLA for graduate school and then moved to San Francisco. So it's like, I just didn't want to only have California as my on your resume. basis <laughs> on my resume. Yeah. yeah. See, I am kind of like your dad. I yeah. only lived in LA County my entire life. Like, and it's not a bad thing. Like, no, LA is freaking sick. I love LA. I've had a great time. I love like my life the way it is. LA is so cool. There's so many different people. I mean, th- yeah, there's a lot of bad rap for LA in a lot of different ways. And it's mostly true. But I really, really enjoy LA for what it is and but I need to also like kind of explore the only time I wasn't in LA was I lived in my car for like a month when I went up to Squamish which is like an hour above Vancouver Mm. um but I just need to go do that however like the thing that I'm most scared about is just like making decisions all the time but you make decisions all the time every day yeah yeah this is true but like I feel that living out of your car, like living in other people's places or not always having like a steady way of moving around or a steady way of like eating food or whatever. Right. Or a safe right. place and stuff. Because I also want to go abroad. Like I'm not just going like traveling to the U S I'm also going to go abroad and like live out of a backpack. Mm-hmm. So jealous. Yeah. I'm so really cool. lucky to be to like even consider doing it, but it's just terrifying. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. I haven't been, I've never like traveled alone. Yeah. For an extended period of time. What's an extended period of time? More than like a day of travel. <laughs> Heard. Traveling from place to place. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I, I'm really excited. I'm really terrified. I'm really sad because I'm going to leave all these people that I love for Uh-oh. a couple of months. What's been really interesting is that some people have been like, I'm really excited. You know, everyone goes, I'm really excited for you, but I'm also really sad. But a couple people go, I'm really scared that you're going to want to move away. I'm like, that is really sweet. The fact that you want me in your life so much that you're like afraid, but you're willing to like let go. Yeah. And I think that's also like tied into my life a lot of the time where it's just like, if you love something and you let it go and it comes back to you, it's yours, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And LA's had me all its life and I've had LA. I just need to let it go. And if I come back and I really want to stay, then I'll stay. And I know like I've done the thing, especially since I'm going kind of in the winter, like February, March, it's going to be really cold and being yeah. a California, a Southern California boy. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do in cold weather all the time. Yeah. You're going to be like, I'm so ready to get back to the beach and 74 degrees and sunny True. in the winter. Um, so you'll, yeah, hope it'll be good. Like you'll miss it, which is the perfect way. It's like what you want. You want to be leaving, but you also want to kind of miss home when you come back. Yeah. So that you're ready to come back. So true. But are you planning to maybe move? Or you're just like, I'm a free bird. I don't really know. I don't really know. Like, I've always had an inkling to move. I think that's really great because it's the first time where I'm not, like, running away from something. Like, travel isn't a way for me to run away. It's been really great because it's, like, the strongest I've been mentally ever in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, ready to move forward. It's not to wreck up my life or... Or throw a wrench in it. No, not at um, all. But it's just like, 
I think it's just appropriate in my time in my life, you know? Yeah, you just have some free time right now. And like, that's what I would do. Yeah. I have friends, like we were just saying, who've done that. Mm -hmm. when they had like a little bit of time and... And the whole thing. And they yeah. did it. And, and they then they time. do it and you come back with stories and people people will, you know, people miss you and it's a good thing. Yeah. It's just like terrifying. It's just terrifying. Yeah. What I'm really happy about and really proud of myself is the fact that I have to tell so many people that I'm leaving LA. Yeah. And it just means like I've built such a community Mm -hmm. of people that actually care about me yeah like want me around and that i care about and i want around and the yeah. fact that i have to tell so many people is amazing yeah that's Be awesome it's i'm really lucky because it means i have to have like kind of a big going away thing well i want to have a big going yeah away thing. and just to think that i can have so many people show up is bonkers because mm -hmm. growing up didn't have any friends yeah. Until like college. So I'm just like really proud of myself and really proud of like the person I've become and that my little inner child is like, yo, dude, mm -hmm. you did it. Like what? What a life. What a life. Uh, yeah. Healing your inner child is great. Yeah. It's something we could talk about too on the pod. Just like thinking about what you as a kid wanted mm -hmm. and just kind of like as an adult being able to say like this is okay yeah and like i'm gonna give that to you yeah is there something that your inner child has wanted that you've been trying to work towards and help protect and heal lately um i guess it was like the sexuality thing mm -hmm. not that i was like sexual as a child <laughs> but like you no, know what I mean? Fair. Yeah, yeah. Just a little confused, trying to understand yourself, like having that identity, like also just identifying as something growing up is also really hard. Yeah. Always being put into the box is like hard. A lot of people deal yeah. with like everyone always saying like, oh, you're going to be such a heartbreaker, like all these guys and like just grew. I like, grew up with all, all of that. Like people always say that and they're like, oh, you're going to like so many guys are going to like want to be with you like even before high Why? school <laughs> people just think that's what you should say it's so weird like people just think that that's what you want to hear like there's so many fish in the ocean kind of deal or no like not like a consoling thing but like oh you look really pretty like when you get to high school like so many cute boys are gonna like you mm, yeah like i would get that a lot interesting and it's like okay like i'm not even and you know everyone deals with oh do you have a boyfriend and yeah like, when are you gonna get a boyfriend when are you gonna have your first kiss uh-huh all the high school things yeah all the high school things oh, that's super like fair. with a boy and everything i totally get that like when i was in high school i went to an all guys catholic high school i forget did you go to all girls yeah um but it was kindergarten through eighth grade Got it. Yeah, mine was like I went to Catholic high school or a Catholic school through high school, but high school was all guys, which mm -hmm. is great. Um, like the all guys part. And what was really confusing was that uh, there was like one guy in our class who was openly out and 
like as gay and I just remember thinking to him, I'm like, dude, like never talking to him about it. But I'm just like, I'm so jealous. Like, I wish I knew, like, I don't think I'm gay. I just want to ask him like how he knew all these different things. I'm not attracted to anyone in my class, anyone in my school. I just know like I have this feeling towards men and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And being like in Catholic school, yeah. super shameful. <laughs> and then on top of that, like not wanting to be called gay because it was like such an insult at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like I'm, I didn't identify as gay. Like I loved like being with women. I had many girlfriends. I had a great time. I still am very attracted to women. Right. It's mm-hmm. just it was very, very difficult to like be able to say, oh, I understand now. I'm sure you get that. Yeah. 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 Like I'm still very attracted to men. Mm-hmm. Like today I did a little slip up when we went to the pottery studio mm-hmm. and I thought I saw this guy that I'd like hadn't seen before mm-hmm. ever like there. <laughs> and I was just like, Whoa, he's so hot. Like I only saw him for two seconds, but I was like, who is that? You know? Yeah. Did and you say that out loud? No. Okay. But I just saw him out of the corner of my eye. And then when we left, I was, I told my friend who was walking with home, I was like, did you see that really hot guy in the studio? And mm-hmm. she was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't think he's a menu. And I, it was like a Freudian slip because I was trying to say a member oh. of the studio. But I said a menu. Like, I was like, he's like a snack or yeah. something. That's um, funny. <laughs> and so then we, we just like cracked up laughing. That's so funny. But I was just like, damn, I just like, he looks tasty. That's he, all I'm saying. <laughs> he looked like a three-course <laughs> yeah, meal. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely still attracted to men. Like, really attracted to men. Fair, dude. Fair. <laughs> you just can't help it sometimes. Um, for all of those people like questioning, it's totally fine. You will figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure if you have questions, there will be answers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long process. Point. It is a long process just because you're attracted to a gender. doesn't also mean that you have to date them. For example, I don't really date men. Mm. Um, although I've been kind of considering it now because I'm openly poly and the fact that I am attracted to men, I could be into it. Mm-hmm. It was very different. Yeah, I um I was gonna go on a date with a woman last week mm-hmm. actually, and it was would have been like my first time going on a date with a like with a singular woman, mm-hmm. and that wasn't in a couple. Mm-hmm. But then I was kind of hoping she would cancel because she <laughs> lives kind of far away from me. Yeah, like in LA, it yeah. was like a forty minute drive, and I didn't realize that so i was like i'm never gonna go over there like to that side of town yeah um so then when i found that out i was like not interested really anymore Mm -hmm. but then it was still gonna happen and like (laughs) then day of she was like hey i'm so sorry i'm gonna have to like cancel tonight because i have two work trips that i'm like having to do and i'm like really stressed about them when she sent me like a heart at the end and I just said like, okay, like that's it. Uh, I didn't say anything more. Yeah. It's like up to her to reschedule if she wants. Yeah. She was the one that asked me. So I was like, if you're the person that asks out, yeah, then I think you should be the one to reschedule if you cancel. Fully. I think, well, in general, I feel in like general, if, yeah. you, if you cancel, rescheduling is very much appropriate. Yeah. Like if you actually want to hang out with this person. And there is an issue saying like, oh, I actually have a conflict or I forgot about something or I 
am like seriously stressed out. You know, it's a very valid thing to have where I'm like, I'm really stressed out. I don't want to go up out and like really be freaking out because they'll put me behind whatever it may be however you need to reschedule at the same moment like Mm -hmm. i cannot do this let's reschedule you need to yeah like same either same like breath same text within like a couple minutes of each other yeah like it needs to be pretty like it has to be followed by yeah then it just kind of dies if you don't you're Mm -hmm. then the other person's like okay then you never see each other true because like i'm not gonna put in the effort if they (laughs) aren't going to yeah yeah and when they live so far away like i mean it's not even that far she lives in like brentwood but like i live it's kind of far like i live in uh la la yeah (laughs) literally LA. like literally la like right south la county yeah 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 um not even i don't need to dox myself on here but I don't need to be telling everyone my address. But one eight hundred. Yeah. Nine five nine. Yeah. <laughs> Shamu or Shamwow. Shamwow. Everyone buy Shamwow. Is that even? Can you even buy that anymore? I don't know. I really don't know. Um. So the night before the date was supposed to happen, I was on a date with the guy that I've been seeing, mm-hmm. and he just like came over and we like drank some wine and like hung out and mm-hmm. watched half an episode of something yeah watch half an episode of something yeah heard. okay um but it was really nice and i really like him cute i'm starting to like really like him it's Tell bad why is that bad because and i told him this but it just kind of means like my walls are coming down more and that's scary yeah for Being- me and like i'm being more vulnerable and the more I didn't say this part, but like if I like someone a lot and the more I like them, the more I hang out, the more it's like, I will be really upset if something happens of course. or like, I'll be more and more upset. Of course. Yeah. Like, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to, I mean, that's kind of the risk, right? Of dating yeah, and like it's the risk. falling in love or like having people close in your life in general, mm-hmm. the vulnerable, the, vulnerability is scary because it mm-hmm. mean, it does mean that if they leave most likely they will because that is how all relationships end either they leave or you die like yeah that those are the only way that relationships kind of end or um, you just become friends i guess but that's not technically them leaving yeah 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 i mean it's just a different relationship like everyone's gonna leave or die in your life and that's very fine um, and it's like a pessimistic way if you take it at face value. But the point being is like the whole point of love it and like having close people in your life is to enrich it. And I feel that that enrichment is worth the pain in the future mm. of missing them. Yeah. And if you don't take that risk of it's going to hurt, it's going to suck at some point. You know, you can think about it all you want and like freak out about it. But if you are able to enjoy it in the moment, then you can really have so many highs. It could be like years. It could be weeks. It could be days or something. It's worth it. it yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Because it's also good practice. It's just like, okay, I'm being vulnerable with this person. What does vulnerability look like for me? How do I get to do this? How do I get to love on someone? How do I let someone love me? How do I let all these 
like positive things into my life, you know, like being vulnerable and having someone love on you is very positive. And it's scary to receive a lot of positivity sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. But just like the fact that we're scared to lose, having like this scarcity mentality of like, it's always going to be gone, right? It's always going to be gone really harms us. And it's really sad because it means that we don't feel the happiness that comes with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that, like the scarcity mentality thing and trying to be like, if we don't see each other this week, Mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world. There's always going to be next week. Like it's, what is that? Oh, sorry. I have so many appliances going and I think that was, a bad decision. It's just, it's a decision we made. (laughs) It's a decision I made and I could probably pause them. That's fine. Gurgle. (laughs) It's it's just gurgling. It's just kind of funny. Um, anyway, scarcity mentality, scarcity mentality. Yeah. Like, like the more like someone, the more I'm like, Oh, like if we don't hang out this week or our schedules don't align, I start getting anxious Mm -hmm. that it's like, we're never gonna, each other again again. yeah or they're just gonna lose interest but Mm -hmm. that's a bad way to look at it one reason why i'm still seeing this guy is because we've like been taking it slowly Mm -hmm. which is really nice i really really like it i love Um, that it and i think this plays into two things one it is a reality it is a reality that this could happen where people if you don't see them consistently they can lose interest they can't forget I doubt that this is going to happen, especially since you've seen each other for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, but this is a reality that some people really feel and can actually happen. Yeah. However, that is, again, one of the risks that we take with like being vulnerable. Yeah. But then the other part, too, is that I feel like this plays into the thing that you have where, you know how you said, like, if I don't hear from someone in two weeks, they, like, don't care about me? Uh, yeah, I feel like... Or or a month or whatever. I'm kind of like, well, yeah. we're not friends anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, think <laughs> I know that that's not true, though. Yeah, but I think like it's it's kind of the same thing. Um, well, that's not actually. Sorry, that's not with every friend. Like I've I have a lot of friends that I don't see regularly because they don't live in the city. Yeah. And if I don't talk to them for months, I don't. It's like we it's we've been friends for so long, but yeah. if. It, I live in the same city as someone and I don't talk or see them for like a month-ish, then I kind of assume that we're not <laughs> yeah, I get as it. close. We've definitely talked about it. And of course, like there's some caveats here and there. But yeah. I think that that this is an ongoing trend of Miss Abby of worrying that people are just going to forget about you. Yeah. Do you think that this is some inner child stuff? Yeah, definitely. What do you think it is? Like from my childhood? Yeah. Well, I mean, I had that with those girls in high school. Mm-hmm. And that really fucked me up for a long time. And mm-hmm. like, it's still fucking me up. Yeah. Because it's just so painful. And like one, well, I talked to my therapist about this a bit mm-hmm. ago, but something that really affected me was um, when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. a lot of the girls that I would be friends with the girls that would be like my best friends you know when you make like really close bonds but you're like five yeah um or six every single one of them it felt like moved away Mm. randomly so it'd be like 
my best friend is Sydney this year. And then next year she moved away because her parents got a new job or whatever. And that would be like really sad. And then I would get over it and make a new friend. Then she would move away. Then I'd make a new friend. And it was like at least five that I can think of that moved. Heard. So. Is that a little bit of like abandonment that you're afraid of? Definitely. That's scary. Yeah. Especially when it like came up so often. At such a young age. At such a young age. I'm really sorry, love. It's okay. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, have you found that there are so many people in your life that continue to show up, continue to show back up in your life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that there are people, that all these people find you interesting enough that they want to continue to see you in your life? Keep you in their life? Some of them. Mm -hmm. Most of them. Most of them, I would agree. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there, I had a friend last year though, that like we've been, we were friends for like three years and then she just stopped talking to me. Mm. So that sucked. It does suck. And I I don't know why. I'm sure there's a lot of things that could have like, could have been the thing, but Mm -hmm. I think that this also is, it's just very hard, very hard to like get over because it's like a safety thing, a security thing. Yeah. So I just like go through a lot of relationships expecting them to leave me. Mm. Yeah. So then do you not let yourself enjoy the relationship? Mm. Because you're scared of it? Scared of losing Sometimes, them? yeah. Because I've had like really bad luck with guys too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like with the guy that he broke up with me all of a sudden because he realized... He liked his friend. He liked his friend, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'd been staying at his place. I'd been living with him for a week, all that whole week, mm-hmm. right up to the breakup because my I was staying with my aunt and uncle mm-hmm. and living with them, and there was a really bad wildfire. So I was like literally escaping a wildfire and had no home. Wow. <laughs> and then he was like, and I'm breaking up with you. And I was like, fuck. Um, so that sucked. And then I had to see him every day at work. Fun. Yeah. And then it was like, we were really good. And then he, I threw a party, Mm -hmm. a big dinner party for like 20 people. And it was really fun. And he was there Mm -hmm. and he was really touchy feely, like lovey all up on me in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. And he stayed over normally and was like cuddling me all night. And like, I went to go to the bathroom, I think in the middle of the night. And when I came back, he like had his arms outstretched and was like, come back and like cuddle in my arms. Okay. And I was like, this is cute. And the next day he broke up with me and he had been planning it the whole time. Dude, I keep on <laughs> hearing that from yeah. guys. Like why? I was just so distraught. I was like, why would you do that then? Dude, I don't Literally. get that. The fact that so many like men specifically mm-hmm. he's older than me yeah yeah well like do all these extravagant things mm-hmm. and then either day of or like the next morning mm-hmm. we'll break up with them he was singing to me in the kitchen singing a song about me mm-hmm. and then broke up with me it's <laughs> like how could you how could i ever have like known that he it's was gonna do that it's pretty it's pretty twisted i don't know what it is fully. I, I don't know. I think, I think what it is, is that 
they want it to be on you that they were such a good boyfriend that mm-hmm. it's obviously like me breaking up with you because of whatever reason. Cause yeah. Right. And that they are just looking out for themselves in a completely unfair and unokay way. Like mm-hmm. n- so rude. He had a bag full of my belongings in his car the entire time. That's so fucked yeah. up, dude. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Premeditated. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And was like kissing me and just, and I felt so gross afterwards because I was like, if I'd known that you were going to do that, I would not have consented for those touches of or course. those kisses. I would not have consented to anything, you know? Yeah. It's just so shitty. That's, I'm really, really sorry, love. Yeah. So I, that's why I have trust issues mainly. I don't blame you. Because there is no way that I could have predicted that. And, you know. Mm-hmm. So then that makes me think that, like, that could happen at any time. Yeah. I hear it. I think. Yeah. From what I understand of this human that you're saying is that mm-hmm. there is, he he already has a partner, right? Yeah. He already has a partner. Yes. And he's still choosing to see you. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, and on top of that, he, like I'm sure his partner knows, right? His partner knows. Yeah, actually. So to that, um, so when we were hanging out last week, he, he asked me if I would be interested in meeting her. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that shit. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like that was my rank. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I love bringing partners together because even if they're not that similar, they have something very in common. The other person. Yeah. Yeah. And cause he was like, I think that, um, you guys have a lot of like similar interests and mm. you're not like, maybe you don't have like similar personalities, but I think you would get along. Yeah. And, I was like, does she want to meet me? And he was like, he, she wants to meet you if you're, if you want to meet her kind of thing. Like it's up to you. Yeah. But he was like, I totally understand if you don't want to, mm-hmm. because he said in his words, he was like, I have never wanted to date or I have never wanted to meet anyone that she's dated. Mm. Cause I just don't want to do that. So it's like really not a big deal if you don't want to meet her. I just thought that, I want to spend more time with you. I want to spend time with her. So might as well just like bring you two together. Meet. Yeah. It wouldn't be sexual at all, but no. like just you could go get a drink, go to the park. Yeah. Again, bring the people that you love together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's really sweet. And it's also very scary. I know. It's like shit that makes it more real. Right. Yeah, it does. The fact that it's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, remember when he had that whole conversation about like bringing your partner around your friends? Your friends? Yeah. This is a little bit more serious than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also different. Again, they have a different scenario. Your partner around your partner. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, I think that's awesome, love. And it's very, very scary. And I'm very happy for you. And I'm very happy that you want to see her. I think it's huge. But I think that it's also a reflection of how he's caring about you. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing like, since you told him that you are having like more feelings for him, that he, did he reciprocate or like respond or? Yeah. 
I mean, he had said he liked me mm-hmm. like a while ago. Okay. Just being like, I really like you. I yeah. Like, I like you too. Then it's like, you know, just saying it more. Yeah. Being more and comfortable and like showing more affection. and Yeah. And just being like me feeling more, more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that makes a lot of sense. And like, I feel the same way. Like, I definitely feel my walls are coming down a little bit more and like becoming more comfortable. That's cute. Getting more comfy. Oh, Abby. It's nice. I'm so happy to hear these things. Yeah. But he hasn't met anyone and I haven't met anyone. And I want to meet him. He sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to meet him. I, I mean. Well, he wants to come climbing. So. Hell yeah. Bring this boy around. Yeah. I want to meet some of your of your intimate people. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> I love meeting her. Yeah. You've never met any of my partners. partners. No. Ex or otherwise. No. I have not. Um, but I would love to. Yeah. I'm so excited. And then he gets to experience the friend test. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said it wasn't like do or die. No, of course not. And also, I was like, what if she doesn't like me? Mm-hmm. And she was. he was like, well, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But like, even if she doesn't, it doesn't really matter because like we have our separate relationships. So. Mm-hmm. I think, again... There is a lot of what ifs, a lot of worst case scenarios, but it could also, be really awkward. It could be really awkward. I mean, it could be really awkward. However, there's so many like there, there's like this poly couple that I follow on Instagram. I think they're called the poly couple. Can't remember. Um, and they're really cool. Highly suggest, but I, like saw one of their episodes and they have like a band. It's just like them too. They're musicians and they like brought on a third person for a little bit to like do a song or whatever, a remix or something. And they had an episode uh, on their um, Instagram where it was them two talking with their manager and the manager's just like, it's supposed to be you two. It's the poly couple, all these different things. Right. And they're making mm. an argument, but then at the end of it, the manager goes, but what if it's worse? And they respond with, well, what if it's better? So I think it's just like the constant, you know, it's a constant fear of like, there's so many things that can go wrong. However, there's also so many things that can go right. There's so many things that can go right. It's just like, I really, really am excited for you. And I'm happy that you're willing to take these steps. It's a huge step. Um, I remember when I was seeing a couple of like when I was seeing when I had a serious partner and also seeing a girl, um, when we were open and I brought them together and I was really stoked. I did not do very well at like planning everything because I was poor at it at the time, but I love bringing partners together. They are, did it go well? They were fine. Um, it was awkward at first. Uh, again, I did not have the best social skills or the best way of handling everything, but it was really nice to say like, Hey, you're a part of my life and I want you to meet this other important person in my life. Is that okay with you? Yeah. So I'm happy to hear that. And I'm happy to hear that he's like reciprocating and that you're interested and that you're reciprocating. Yeah. So much love. I like him. That's cute. I'm so happy to hear that. No. I know. I hate liking someone. 
I mean, you love it. Let's be honest. We say positive things here. I know. Uh, we are practicing being We're open. We're practicing to positivity. But I just kind of want to know for STD wise, like, cause it gets kind of broad quickly. Yeah. Like it gets real broad, real quick. Yes. Of the circle of people. For which sure. Which is really dude. scary. It's well, I think that's an important conversation to have. I think that's also yeah. one conversation to have with every one of your partners, first of all. Yeah. And then second of all, to, especially when you're like in an open relationship, whatever that dynamic may be, the fact that you have to have a clear communicate, 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 you have to have clear communication. Wow. That was hard about if you're having sex with people, what if it's protected Mm -hmm. and if it's not, um, how, like if they're clean, if they're regularly testing, if they're seeing other people, it's a lot of trust. Yeah. I need to ask him all those things. The way that I've kind of gone about it is, if I have like a primary partner that I will only have sex with my pr- primary partner without protection. And then from there I always use like protect like protection with all my other partners. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it's risk management mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like me and my partner are obviously going to have a lot more intimacy. Um, but when it comes to like, if they, if like I have another primary partner, like I have two, like very serious, very equal partnerships. It's like just another discussion. Um, Cause it's either like they have like other partners as well. It's more likely that I just have to have like one person that I'm consistent with that we don't see anyone else and, or like not have unprotected sex with anyone else, but it's a serious conversation and I'm yeah. happy that you're thinking about it. I think we gotta do it. Gotta do it, baby. Yeah. Protect yourself. Protect the ones that you love. Protect everyone else. Yeah. It's been uh, like almost four months. We got to say it. We got to have the conversation. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Highly recommend having that conversation like before. I know. I'm bad at it. You like it always just takes 30 seconds. Hey, a mm-hmm. couple questions. Are you clean? Are you seeing anyone else? Um, And oh my God, I always forget the third one. And do you want me to use a condom? Mm-hmm. Or like, are you okay with me not using a condom? Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that that's all very fair questions. Like, when was the last time you got tested? Uh, if you had sex with that person and then you got tested, like all these, you know, there's just mm-hmm. a couple of quick ones. <gasps> oh my God. What? I just remembered I had the this like horror story of when I got tested once. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny, <laughs> but... <laughs> How is it funny? <laughs> Horror story, it but it was the hilarious. shit out of me. Um, this was a few years ago. I got SCG tested. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like seeing a few people. Then they called me mm-hmm. to like give my result. Yeah. Which is like weird because I feel like usually. It's like it's on Healthvana or something. Fine. Yeah. They're yeah. like negative. But then I got a call from my actual doctor. Oh, and she was like, "Hey, can you talk for a second? I was at work, 
So I was just like, oh, yeah, because like, I was so surprised. Freaking out. Yeah. So I walked down the hallway, like, out of my office. Yes. And I was like, so, hey, what's up? And she was like, we just got your panel back. <sighs> and I just, like. Drawing it out, I know. Dude. I was like, uh. And what? she was like, it came back positive for syphilis. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I was freaking out. Mm -hmm. And then she was like. But then we ran it again and it came back negative. Okay. And I was like, what? Then And she was like, so you're negative. I just wanted to let you know. And I was like, why? She freaked me out. Like That's that, that. <laughs> like I wow. thought that I had syphilis. And she was like, it just happens sometimes. Like with that particular test, a lot of times we get false positives. So like if you ever see that show up on your test result and just know it's negative and i was like okay great like okay i'm gonna um, go cry now oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh science is weird so i'm gonna I just like, say that great so negative cool bye cool thanks for like freaking me out and yeah. ruining my day thanks for freaking me out at work yeah yeah what a human doctors dude she's not my doctor anymore <laughs> appropriately so <laughs> Uh, it kind of reminds me of like when I went to go get a, uh, my vasectomy consultation, I just told you about it, but I just find it funny. It's like mm -hmm. the woman had no bedside manner. Yeah. Like just grilling me, dude. Well, and I actually had talked about this with someone. She was like, are you a hundred percent sure you don't want kids? I'm like 99.999%. Like I'm never going to say a hundred percent no. Mm. because and that's actually a better answer yeah like that shows that you've you're not like just choosing to do yeah. it yeah yeah exactly um i'm like i don't know maybe i find a partner who's like the one that switches me and i don't know or something happens but i am almost 100 percent positive and she goes you should freeze your sperm uh, all these different things and she's like going off and everything i'm like bro you're freaking me out like Talking about all the risk, which is appropriate, mm -hmm. which is like not slowing down and not letting up and freaking me out. And wow. yeah, it's weird. It was very weird. And my friend goes, well, maybe she was uh, trying to help you make a decision because if you're not 100 percent sure, she's like trying to be ethical and trying to make sure that you are making the right decision. I'm like, she is a doctor that is supposed to help me make my decision easier mm -hmm. not make the choice for me yeah so not make it harder yeah exactly it's just like i understand that you need to give me the risk and the and the concerns and everything i'm like cool thank you however if you're gonna grill me to say like yo you shouldn't do this that is not okay that's not okay so i did not see her again yeah <laughs> still need to I'm make also a I'm surprised. I thought that for men getting vasectomies, they didn't really like question them. Um, I don't know. You definitely, it's typical for you to get a consultation. Um, at yeah. least from what I understand, but it was just really rude. It was yeah. really rude. Yeah. Like with the IUD, I was surprised that I had to get a consultation beforehand. Why? Why was I surprised? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just didn't, know the procedure wasn't thinking about it but i was mm -hmm. like yeah i can just go up and get it like make a make an appointment and then they'll do it 
Yeah. But then they were like, no, you have to like talk to the doctor first and talk about why you want it Mm -hmm. and tell them your marital status and all that jazz. Yeah. We were just talking about how um, difficult it is to like get women's reproductive, uh, what is it called? Um, Protection, right? With your friend and how she wanted. Oh, getting like boobs tied. Yeah. But also just in general, like it's, it's so sad how difficult it is that like, for example, for her to get her tubes tied, she would have to either get parental consent, even though she's over 18, have to have already three kids or be married and have the spouse's approval. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? Or was that it? That was it. Which is insane. It dude. is insane. It's like, bro, I can walk in, talk to someone and make and make an appointment immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay. We need more male birth yeah. control. We need way more male birth control. And it's really yeah. sad because like when I was with my ex, I wanted to get into like a test study. I was like, listen, if you don't want to be on birth control, we can talk about this. And she goes, I really want to like clean it out. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Oh my God. It feels so good to me not on birth control. Yeah. Like, like some people actually really benefit from being on birth control because it can help regulate their hormones. Yeah. Some people really do well on it. However, I think it's totally fair for you to not want to be on it. And I like want that for my partner to have that choice. And so we looked into like male birth control and there's like a lot of male studies. However, the problem being that they only take couples. <laughs> and as I was saying that you can only test efficacy if you don't get pregnant. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Not a huge fan. Not great odds. Not it's like, oh, oops, our trial didn't work. And 100% of our couples got pregnant. I'd be like, well, you're paying for my health care. Yes. And my delivery. Yes. Because your birth control did not work. Yeah. It's, it's well, I'm sure you'd have to go and, like, you have to talk about the waiver and everything, Yeah, right? that's true. Waivers. Waivers, yeah. like probably you'd have to pay me enough so that it's worth it yeah that's a lot of money for me it's a lot of money um so i think it's really sad how there's so little male birth control and how difficult it is for women to get birth control Mm -hmm. like i know that i think in california it's actually a lot easier to get the pill than in other places Mm -hmm. um also, like, we can go into abortions and how fucked up it is that you can't get abortions in some states. Oh, yeah. So fucked up. Um, I, like, we can go into that all day. It's just like, why? Why? <laughs> we're talking, me and my friend Kaveh were talking about, it, like, a couple months ago and how if men were the ones getting birth control, we have, would have already found a solution. We would have had a solution like we can control it from our phones of like, Oh, we can turn off the sperm. Right. Oh my God. Like, let's be honest. If it wasn't like women's bodies. Yeah. It's so fucked up. It wouldn't be a political issue. Exactly. At all. It's so messed up. The reason I read something was like the reason why men, male birth control hasn't like popped off yet Mm -hmm. is because (laughs) popped off. It's, (laughs) it's not because of like really bad side effects. Cause women get really, really bad side effects. Yeah. It's because, or it's something about like it's not approved for men because of the side effects because of the side effects yeah yeah because the side effects yeah have to be no worse than what is standard mm-hmm. 
And so the standard for men is to feel fine and normal. Yes. And just because the men might have felt like really crappy for like a day or whatever. It was literally the same exact yeah. symptoms of being on a menstrual, on, yeah. like on your period. But because women, that's a normal thing to feel when you're on your period. Mm-hmm. They were like, it's fine to make them just feel bad. Exactly, dude. Versus the men, like they're like, no, this is abnormal. Yeah. So no. And then also because men just wouldn't take it on a regular basis because there's no real reason to because we don't have because you don't have the risk of getting pregnant yeah cis male people there's not as much of an incentive to take it if you have to take it every single day it's so annoying yeah it's really frustrating it's really sad it's really annoying and it (sighs) yeah i wish that there were more ways for us to like be that i knew of I wish I like had more say in how to have this more regular for men to have birth controls, for men to have vasectomies. I really want a vasectomy. God bless. We love that. We we really do. Normalize vasectomies. Especially at a young age. Like I'm 25 and I feel like I am like quote unquote the prime of my life. My brain just finished developing. Yeah. That's kind of wild actually thinking about that. Um, and you feel it. I mean, I'm freaking rocking it right now, dude. Yeah, I feel it too. Yeah. Like my brain is less like crazed. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> crazed. Yeah. Just crazed. There's less like crazy little dudes running around up there. Dude, I feel it. They're all like chilling, sitting down. Uh, it reminds me of like a post I saw. It's just like when all the voices collaborate and it's just like, yo, you're freaking out about this. And then another voice is like, oh, I really want to do like these things. And another voice is saying, I like really like the sky right now. And then all of a sudden at once it's like, I could really go for tacos right now. And then they go back to like <laughs> saying all di- all different things. They're like, yep, we all agree. We tacos. all agree. Taco. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more story about getting my IUD and then we can wrap things up. Yeah. Wrap it up. Um, when I got it, I was in a relationship and my, well, it was just all bad. Like my ex, he, I asked him to drive me mm-hmm. to the appointment and drive me back. Of course. And he was like, yeah, of course. Like, even though he was working that day and I was like, you know, if you're working, I can always get an Uber or whatever. And he was like, no, 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 I want to do it. So I was like, great. Of course. But then he made me feel so guilty the whole day for like making him miss part of work. And I was just like, dude, like if you I offered- gave you an out, you offered now I just feel shitty mm-hmm. and I hurt everywhere. Yeah. Like this is so painful. So, and then I felt really guilty and bad. So I like made him lunch afterwards. I don't I'm even so know sorry. why I did that, but I was just like feeling bad. Cause he was like running to get to a meeting mm-hmm. and he was like speeding after my appointment to a point where we were like going over bumps and it hurt so much just to even like walk, you know? Mm. And I was like, can you slow down? Cause it like really hurts when you go over these bumps. Yeah. And cause it's like a surgery basically. Yeah, it's like it, a surgical procedure. It basically is. There's just There's like shoving no a cutting. piece of metal yeah. up there. So metal does not like it. No. The body does not know why there's a metal there. So it's Foreign like revolting. Substance, yeah. So anyway, made him lunch. He, yeah. And he was speeding back to get to this meeting and he was like i have to go to this meeting i have to do this meeting like i'm gonna have to just like not even attend it and i was like no you can just tell them you're late or like you can literally say i'm driving my girlfriend back from surgery, surgery. yeah and they'll be like that's fine 
And he was like, no, no, no. And then he joined and it was literally just a social hangout and they were playing games. It wasn't even for work. Wow. I was so mad. Wow. What a human. Yeah. What a human. And we, and then he was like, I really want to go out. And I was like, I don't really want to go out. I just feel like garbage being like like dying and he was like well i really want to go out so i was like okay i guess i could like go get a drink mm-hmm. we ended up staying out till like 10 p.m mm-hmm. and like walking around so much i'm and sure it was horrible and then he made me feel bad about something else and like snapped at me and i started crying and like sobbing of course <laughs> and i was like i'm sorry i don't know why i'm like crying so much it's like you just had a <laughs> such a shitty day <laughs> yeah and I was like, I think it's all the hormones too that are in my body now that are like foreign. Yeah. And everything hurts. And I was just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. I'm so sorry, love. And then he felt better. He felt bad. As he should. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. So anyway, that's my bad IUD story. Dude, I'm, uh, yeah, I could not imagine. Yeah. I am so sorry that that's even an option. Um, yeah, I should have broken up with him. Yes, right then, for sure. Yeah, we, we live, live and we learn. Exactly, we live and we learn. Um, yeah, I I looked a lot into women's birth control because I was so curious and I want to know about my partner's stuff. And it's just it's like, so nice. Thanks, um, but it's just it's so so sad, like. Also, the, there's so many different forms of birth control that women aren't just even aware of. Like, for example, there's like the, it's like a little stick basically that you put into the arm, like the yeah. underside of the arm. Like a rod. Yeah. And that's really mm-hmm. worked well for a lot of people. Or there's a patch. A patch, just like the pill. There's mm-hmm. also pills that specifically only have you have your period like three times a year or four times a year. Or like once a year or not at all. There's like different shots, like the depot depot shot. Mm-hmm. Um, like my ex was on that and she didn't have a period for a while. Eventually became spotted and she needed like a different one. But there's just so many different options. And the fact that we don't regular, like we don't normalize talking about it. We don't normalize like men having it. We don't normalize the fact that like it's so shitty how much we politicize Mm-hmm. All these things. It's so shitty. Like, why is this a question? Why is I know. this like even? <sighs> yeah, I was, I volunteered at a abortion clinic when I was in high school. And I, it was like one of the most empowering things that I've ever done. And I recommend everyone to do it. Um, I was like an escort. So I would mm-hmm. stand outside in like a orange blazer thing <laughs> that they would give me. And stand outside with like a few other people and we would start at like 7 a.m., 6 Mm -hmm. a.m. And I volunteered at this place in Oakland and um, on the weekends. It was just like, it was like a woman's clinic. It was basically like a Planned Planned Parenthood, but it was just a clinic and it had no uh, signage or anything because they didn't want people to know. Of course. Of course. But it was insane because we would be standing out there and our whole job reason reason for being there is for protecting them which is so shitty it's so sad it's so sad so sad it's like why is that needed but it was needed because there were a lot of protesters and people like praying around them and like yelling at them 
they weren't allowed to touch them obviously Mm -hmm. and they weren't allowed to get within like i think the law was like 10 feet of the people the people social distancing basically yeah but they would still like yell stuff yeah of course you'd be a great mother like that was a big one really yeah like you look like you'd be a great mother like right before they're going in for an abortion that's so fucked up yeah so anyway that was amazing everyone should volunteer at their local planned parenthood that's actually really smart i kind of like that yeah and i want to do it again yeah, I'd be down to look into that. That'd be kind of we fun. We could do it together. Oh my god, we can pro- we can provide our services. Provide our services. Our physical bodies and yeah. just protect people. Yeah. Um, Shall we call it there? Yeah, we'll call it. Well, my thoughts, our thoughts. Our thoughts are with you. <laughs> our th- us thoughts, you thoughts, he, she, we thoughts. Yeah. They thoughts. They they thoughts. They thoughts. but we love you we care about you we support you if you have any questions also we have an email we do have an email it's therapy thought at gmail.com no s please singular thought just one singular thought because we are happy to isolate one thought at a time and really give you all of our attention (laughs) yeah what he said yeah that's the whole reason exactly but anyway feel free to reach out We always love all of you. And yeah, we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.